Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsmen. Ryan Collin, your host. Hey guys, it's Bob. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 what up for show? Thank you. God damn All right. It. It's just Jimmy here. It's just Jimmy. It's just Jimmy. No, no, just Jimmy. No Captain Jason. He is at a wedding. Um, how dare he? So we are going uh, just a three-man show here tonight. So we really just did a podcast a couple days ago. So we don't have much to talk about. So that's it. Let's wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, yes. Hey, <laughs> good uh, talking to everybody tonight. You know, uh, yeah. No, we're throwing this together. We got some conflicting schedules coming up here with Bob going out of town, me going out of town. So um, we don't have a whole lot of like catching up from the previous week or hunting or anything like that. I did get out uh, yesterday and naturally didn't see a thing. I have 7 million pictures of deer, but I, I didn't see a damn thing. So, And then I had to work this morning, and then this morning I had pictures every 30 seconds of me. That's how it goes. So, yeah. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, so, I had a, a nice buck on my camera this afternoon Yeah, while we were grilling venison. Yes. I was watching venison yes. on my phone. Yeah, we just got done grilling up some... Really, the, the last venison I had in my freezer. I don't have any venison left. I brought it over to Bob's. We just... Grilled it up on the flat iron, and that shit was good. It was good. I threw my last pack in there, too, just kind of to motivate us to so, so get out I there. guess, well, you don't have, you shot one. I know. I, well, so tomorrow I mean, I'll have the was that, was that one, have it coming. Was that one pack your entire deer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah, so uh, we're going to talk about, about that, talk about some recipes. Um, we got some, some nonsense. We'll... Uh, We'll, we'll talk about so. some shenanigans, wee little shenanigans, wee little shenanigans, eh? I'm excited about talking about cooking. Cooking? Finally. You think you can cook? No, I don't know. You can't do shit. Jimmy likes his food. Yeah, I do. He, he, he can eat like no other. He just that ate. Is true. He, <laughs> just likes, <laughs> he likes natural. Eight hot tamales. <laughs> and, and I probably ate the majority of that venison too between the three of us as well. So we, 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 we we observed it. I I just. <laughs> Hence your gargling, just mouthing. We had more. Stop, we had man. enough. We had enough for all three of yeah. us. It was. It yeah. was good though. I was. That's the first okay. venison I've had in months, though. Yeah. Honestly, it's shame. I've been kind of like nursing it because I didn't have much left. I knew I didn't have much left. So rationing. Well, with my terrible like year I had last year, so like it's the Great Depression. Of pretty venison. much, like <laughs> we talked about Oliver Twist last, or last episode with Jimmy. Like, can I have a little bit of venison, sir? <laughs> <laughs> can I have a shotgun shell in my guitar case, sir? <laughs> can I have just one shotgun shell, sir? I still can't believe that they speaking were prepared of, for that. So, speaking of of that, so Jimmy. I want to talk about this little war that you have waged with Dan. He started it. I'm here, baby. Oh, yes. Yes. Motherfucker. That's why you guys were giggling when I was coming back in. There you go. Are you surprised? So Dan is calling in for a quick sec to give you some shit about this war you two have going on. He started it. What's up, Dan? Yeah. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, glad to be a part of the show today. Um, Jimmy, I understand that, uh, you know, you're a little taken back by my comments on social media, but I also got to say, suck it. <laughs> Whammy. 
No, um, that's good, clean, fun, man. I think the last episode that I listened to, episode 30, I think I laughed 95% of the time. It was <laughs> awesome. It was a good one. We've had a and, lot uh, of really good feedback from that episode. Yeah, I mean, the the guitar, or the, the shotgun shells in the guitar case, man, I had tears coming out of my eyes. We got wings and fish! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, I was just telling my wife about that on the way up here, too, or the way down to the camper. <laughs> I said, you gotta listen to what Bob said on this podcast. <laughs> oh, man, it was so, awesome. So, for people who shoot, you know, competitively and whatnot, is it really that uncommon to see somebody with a 20 gauge? You would think like people would have more of those due to the, like, yeah, the, the lack of recoil because they're so awesome. Yeah. That, that, and it is more challenging to, to use a 20 gauge. Yeah. It's just, it's more challenging because it, you know, has, has less recoil. The velocity of the shells are, you know, a little bit slower. There's less, you know, lead inside the shell itself. And, you know, so it just kind of, uh, you know, it gives you a little bit of a disadvantage. And, but so to that point though, um, you know, when you go shoot like in like a sporting clays tournament or, you know, anything like that, generally everybody shoots the, the 12 gauge and whatnot, but they have at some of the bigger events, they have some like what they call sub gauge events. And, uh, basically, you know, that's where they can shoot the 28 gauges and the 20 gauge because the, the targets are a little less, you know, less difficult and everything's a little closer in, you know, it's where it gives, you know, the shooter that's competing in that event a little bit more of an advantage. So that, that's usually the junior league, right? Yeah. Like yeah. 12 and under. <laughs> yeah. Right? Listen, when yeah. we were all lined up shooting at the, well, when, when, let me rephrase that. When they were all lined up shooting at the balloons and stuff, you know, I, it was, it was nice to see the adults shoot at balloons and stuff while yeah. I, you know, while I watched and filmed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, for sure. That was a good time. I Does, think, uh, doesn't hurt your baby think, shoulder. <laughs> Hey, I was yeah, the only one without a bruised shoulder that day, though. That's true. I, I, I was true. fine, Dan. Were you good? I was good. Oh, yeah, okay. I, mean, I, didn't shoot, okay. I didn't shoot too much. But I was fine. I probably still have a bruise, but I'm I'm good. Have you shot that gun you uh, that you bought at that event? Uh, have I been back to that venue since? Yeah. yeah no. Have. have you no, Have you shot that gun that your your lovely wife bought you? <laughs> oh yeah, that I have for beautiful. sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've been shooting all year, actually, and it's uh, it's it's been it's been pretty cool. So, nice. so we actually, um, so my wife actually gifted that gun to my dad um, because my dad has been wanting that exact gun for a long time, and um, so you know, being how awesome she is, we, uh, you know, she was like, you know, she's like, I want to just give it to give it to Ken, you know, and so. Shout out to my dad because I know my dad listens to this. He texts me every week saying, Dad, are you, Dan, are you listening and this and that? I'm like, Yeah, I'm listening. So we always. <laughs> He's uh, messaged me. He's like, Are you listening to this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually yeah. uh, he messaged me a couple times the last couple weeks just saying how much he liked the episode. So it's oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, to, to Ken. Uh, thanks for oh, listening. Yeah. Good dude. Definitely. So. so. Well, no, yeah, so we'll definitely have to get out. I know you guys have been uh, been talking about it. Hopefully, maybe we can uh, – I, I know you're talking about that uh, blacklight shooting and stuff, doing that again. That'd be, yeah, that was cool. That'd be kind of cool. I wouldn't so, mind getting out when it's not freezing ass cold, though. So Yeah, I agree. That was, I agree. That was so, brutal. Trying to yeah, load so shells think, uh, with, with gloves on is not an uh, easy feat by any means. No, it's not. So, especially when they're 20-gauge shells like Jimmy would shoot. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just fumble <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, so, they're so tiny. You, know? <laughs> you got to, like, yeah. dig through the guitar case and try yeah. to find them, you know. They're so small. Yeah. Uh, remember, the yellow shells are the 20-gauge shells. <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh yeah, that's so. Right. So Dan, real, real quick, if you got a sec, um, yep. you'll be on next week with uh, when we we talk with Garrett. But I know we'll be talking heavily about fishing and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. recap us real quick if you can on your your shooting summer because I know you've been crushing it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, shooting summer's been going good. We have uh, I have one big shoot left at uh, November. It's down at the Cardinal Center in Ohio. Um, I had the uh, Great Lakes Championship that was a few weeks back, and you know it can't always have a good weekend you know i uh I, I shot good in a couple of the events and uh the the main event i didn't do didn't do so hot in but uh you know i learned a lot of stuff that i can do better for next time and you know it's always uh it's always good stuff so, so i um so are you meeting your bold ahead. prediction yeah you know what i am for sure my bold prediction has definitely uh definitely been met i think it you know obviously i it was you know to win the, the to win the state shoot but obviously that's a little little far-fetched but uh for the most part it's it's, it's been really good i've been having a lot of fun and man it's just been it's been a pretty cool summer remember fun, if you didn't meet your bowl polar. prediction you gotta you gotta do the polar bear dip yeah you know and i'm not doing that i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> you're throwing in the towel like jason did you're yeah. not the old yeah, i'm sorry you're not the only one making extreme yeah. bold predictions that you're probably not going to come through with uh, yeah. that's yeah. honestly huh. pretty much all jimmy's the only one that didn't make a bold prediction he put his prediction was he was going to shoot a deer this year he's like i'm gonna see a deer <laughs> i'm gonna watch well, from what i people from, shoot deer from on what TV. i understand from what i understand about the uh last episode the the deer that he shot might be a little suspect anyway. So No, it's fine. <laughs> That's why we're not going to talk about it. It's that. fine. The, the evidence is already gone. He Jeffrey dahmer that shit. <laughs> it's, in a, it's in a vat of acid in his bathtub. He's got yeah. to save that $20 tag. Yeah. <laughs> So good well, stuff, cool, guys. I'm really, all right, all right, really Dan. looking forward to next week. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. No and, problem, uh, man. Thanks for calling in. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> See Thanks, you, Dan. Guys. Talk to you later. Talk See you, guys. You. See you. Bye. Right. That was funny. That was really. Funny. We literally did that last minute. I was like, "Hey, you should totally call in and give Jimmy shit." That was amazing. That, that honestly, <laughs> that woke me up. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's the whole reason I did it was to wake your ass up. Yeah, just to wake you up because you're over here playing Clash of Clans and sleeping, <laughs> sleeping all night. Oh, you know what? That Clash of Clans game looks cool as fuck. Whenever they have an advertisement, and then you download it, it's, it's a not, piece of it's shit. It's not at all what the advertisement oh, says. Yeah, I know. What I've was that? It several. What times. was that game that you did a couple years ago? It was like Game of Thrones or something. I don't. Yeah, it was something. It was like a game. What it, was it was the same kind of thing. Same kind of Game of Thrones. I got into it for a little bit, and I was like checking it daily and doing yeah. all the things you're supposed to do on these stupid then games. You, then you realize how much of your life you're wasting. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm getting nowhere. And then it, it constant is constantly asking for money. Like, like, it, like, like, hey, you can invade this place, but you got to pay twenty dollars to do it. And I'm <laughs> like, like yeah, fuck real that. money. Like, you're but yeah, but like, you're thinking about stupid. it though. You're like. Oh man, that'd be really cool to take that village. You're like, I may or may not have purchased a few, like one or two dollar things of here and there. I'm okay with. And your like, wife whooped your ass and stuff. Yeah, but, but when it's like, hey, you can invade, um, you know, whatever the north. <laughs> you can invade the, invade the north. You can invade the north if you oh. pay nineteen ninety nine. Well, Jimmy, I think that phone call calls for a. Oh, I'm so happy he was able to call in because I, I wish I would have thought of it earlier. But it was just funny. He was actually gonna he was gonna try to join, but he just had too much shit going on. But 
I wasn't away from the mic for too long, so it's pretty impressive that you Well, guys I've been texting well him for like the last half hour, like setting it all up, and then I... That was very well orchestrated. I had, uh, as soon as you went out there, I told I told Bob about it, and he's like, well, just call him right now. So I called him, and like right as you came in, we were giggling, you had just answered. Yeah, I, I wonder yeah, why I was, you guys I was were whispering. Laughing. I was whispering into the mic. I was like, don't say anything. Be quiet. Don't say anything. <laughs> you guys were laughing about something. I'm like, what? I was, I was wondering if you were going to like ask why my phone's like queued up in the stand and shit. I was trying to like make sure. I'm so used to it make sure like my that. phone is like away from you so you can't see that Dan's on the phone. That's funny. I'm yeah. so used to your phone being there that I didn't even think anything of it. <laughs> I was like that poor defenseless oh, baby baby deer in front of my box blind that you know that I was sitting in. So that's chapter one of the uh, Jimmy and Dan. Saga. Saga. The war. Keep tabs on the Shots saga. fired. I like it. We'll see what happens. I like it. I can't wait to... Tune uh, in next week to find out... I can't wait to pick how up Jimmy a 12-gauge. Join us next week for another... Next time, I'm going to take a 12-gauge. I'm going to teach him how to shoot. Dan so. just texted me and said, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next Eyes week. Eyes on the road, me. Dan. Eyes on the road. That's funny. He won't get this till after the fact, so I hope he doesn't crash. So Right, right. Um. Well, good shit. So we've got some some unfinished business from last last episode. Let's get right into that. Oh, Let's just here we dive go. right. Let's in. dive right this down that rabbit treat. hole. So down the rabbit hole. We're going to talk about Jimmy's bow and a true terrible outdoorsman story. Sir burps a lot over here. Tamales, man. So <laughs> I'll, I'll lay out the groundwork of this story. So Jimmy, um, was this last week? No, this has been a week before. It would, yeah, it would have been two weeks ago. It's like three days before opening day. Yeah. I'm driving back home, and Jimmy texts me or calls me. I think right, yeah, just to see what you were doing. Yeah, he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'll oh, drive home." And he's like, "You want to shoot your bow?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, I do want to kind of shoot my bow." So he comes over to my house um, to shoot to shoot bows, and uh, just want to practice. Right, you know, mm-hmm. just make sure everything's sighted in. I wanted to shoot mine at like thirty-five and forty yards again. And well, I wanted to be able make to shoot sure mine I'd, at a downward angle because I hadn't done that yet. Everything I had done was at a flat, level surface. I so. generally shoot mine at an upward angle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I reverse it. it. I put the deer in the stand. I stand down. That's how it should be. Yeah, All right. that makes um, sense. So, yeah, we just want to make sure it's on. I wanted to shoot mine at, like, 40 yards. Um, I wanted to make sure what happened last year did not happen again. So, comes over. Everything's good. i got to mute this shit. Dan's going to keep texting me. Um, damn it, Dan. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're shooting, and everything's going fine, and um you know jimmy's kind of consistently hitting low and i think we were set up what 25 yards shooting off my deck it was well so, so we shot or 20 or we 20. shot 20 we shot 20 and it was fine it was as soon as we got to 25 that we started having issues yeah we bumped back 25 and and you're consistently hitting low yeah like an inch and a half low so it starts with we try adjusting your scope yeah and it won't adjust anymore. Yeah, it won't click at all. It's yeah. like maxed out. The scope is something's fucked up with it. So that's great. So we're like, well, you can either buy a new scope or you can compensate, compensate and just raise it a little bit. And uh, so anyways, 
Um, we moved back a little bit and we started shooting at, I think we started at 35 or 30 yards. 30, yeah. And, uh, just started shooting in there, and then you were so in our our crossbow scopes. We've got those lines, the yardage lines. So we want to figure out where in those lines are each bow is hitting, and you, yours was all over the fucking place. Yeah, so you I, were consistent with each arrow, but like there was no rhyme or reason as to why it was hitting. Like either it was consistently hitting like higher than that line, or it was hitting lower. Yeah, like there was no rhyme or reason to those lines. Like normally they're. They're ten yard increments, like the uh, the bolt drop compensators. Normally, it's 10, 10 yard increments. Yours were like one would be six, and then one would be like four, and like yeah, it, it just nuts. didn't make sense. So, I think at one point you had shot, and you went down to get your arrows. <laughs> yep. All right. Let me t- let me take over real quick. Okay. Okay. So you two, go, you go, go down, you go down to get the arrows from the target. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting my arrows. And I'm not looking at Ryan or anything, and all of a sudden I just hear, hey, mascot. <laughs> and I immediately just go, oh, fuck, what now? <laughs> you know, what, what's about to happen? Because I knew, I knew something was going to happen, and he's just like, you've got a problem. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy, here we go. What? So, like, I wasn't sure if you messed with it or, or what stupid thing I could have possibly done, you know. But uh, you go ahead. You go ahead and finish this off now. So while he's down there, I'm looking at the scope and trying to figure out, <clears throat> trying to figure out why it won't adjust. Because that's like I'm, I'm trying to see if something's stuck. So I'm kind of moving the adjustment back and forth. And I mean, it's it's that scope that comes with a bow. It's it's cheesy. Yeah, they're cheap. I mean, it's just it is what it is. You look at them the wrong way and they break. Yeah. You know, you weren't hitting inconsistent though, which was good. It's just you weren't able to adjust it to hit the target. So. Anyways, I'm looking at it, and, like, I bumped the one ring, and the whole fucking, like, scope, like, rotated. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck was that? So then I look at, the like, the back ring, and, like, the screw, the one screw, like, it's almost coming out. Like, I could hand tighten it or hand loosen it. It was that. It was that far up. And then I look at the front one, and the front one's not even, like, it's it's snug it's, it was enough to hold the scope i don't know how the scope even looks straight when you were shooting it i mean that stuff happens sometimes you know um no <laughs> so there, there's there's an, there's like an there's an onion to this story i want to i want to peel back yes. okay peel back the peel layers away. on this one <laughs> <laughs> so so that's what i'm looking at like your scope is hardly attached to the fucking bow and that's when i tell you that and your response was, isn't that for shock absorption? <laughs> Which I was kidding. I was kidding because he's like, he's like, none of your screws are mounted or, or tightened. He's like, did you use Loctite at all? And I go, no. And you're like, I can literally move your scope around in the scope rings. And I was like, yeah, that's that's for shock absorption. Which I was being a smart ass. I didn't know it at the time because you were like pretty straight face. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm instantly thinking, like, okay, he knows his shit about guns. Like, I don't, I don't want to fuck with him too much here. I'm known as being the one that fucks with you too much. So I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. If he thinks it's shock absorption, I'm just going to fix it. I'm just going to make this shit right for him. Oh, man. Yeah, so I went and got my torque, my torque wrench, and I, I torqued all your screws down and made sure it was all, it was all good. But um, 
So that's one start. Well, or one it, piece it, of but it. But it still didn't fix, like, there, there's something wrong with the scope. Because well, like, so, hold on. Okay, sorry. Oh. Sorry, I'll, I'll back. Okay, no. So sorry. the other piece of that, too, is, like, when you held the scope up, to your shoulder, you had to move your head forward like four inches. Oh, yeah, I did. The eye relief on that scope was so bad. Yeah. And, you, and I remember asking you, like, is that eye relief, like, good for you? And you're like, no, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking move your scope then. It's pretty adjustable. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I loosened two screws. I moved the scope back, and I tightened those screws back up. And, oh, look at that. You pull your scope up, and... The whole the whole view there is right in right in your eye. I'm like, oh, you're supposed to be able to see through this thing. Yeah, so I fixed that, and uh, so I want to take a lot of credit for this dough that you shot. I so just want to say that because I, had, I don't know what would have happened had we not found this before you went hunting. I still had your scope would have been like fell off. <laughs> so this fucking guy has his bow in the back of his car with no case. On top of fishing poles and guns and God knows what else you have in the back of your car. Tamales. Tamales. He's got fucking tamales, venison, beef jerky. Lots of meat. (laughs) There's no meat in my car. (laughs) This gives me... So he's got a warm-ass beer in the back of his car. (laughs) He's got no case for his bow. It just chills in the back of his SUV because God forbid he have like anywhere to store it in his house. Or shed, yeah, or anything. I mean, you're always prepared. I'll give you that. But like, what would have happened to your scope if had we not tightened it? It might have been fine. I don't know. Well, th- that's the thing. So I had, so I was with you on a Thursday, and my buddy, my buddy Greg, will tell you that I was at his house that Tuesday, checking out the camper that we he had just finished up, and we were shooting, and it was it was on at 25 yards. Now, granted, we didn't try it at 30 or 35 or 40 like we did at your place. But it was on at twenty, so we, you know, it was it was good in our eyes. So, but uh, yeah, so either way, it was a little loose, you know. <laughs> couple couple takeaways here. All right, we're gonna, I, we're, gonna we're gonna wrap this piece up because I feel like we're beating had, on him a little I bit. Had, I did have to compensate. I had to though because I wanted to bring yeah, this up last episode yeah. and we didn't. So I have to give him shit. It'll be dropped after this, but I got to give you shit. You <laughs> expected me to give out. you shit. It's got to be called out. It does. If I did it, I, I, I'll tell more. I, 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 I would totally call you out on uh, if you didn't tighten your. I'd expect you to and or adjust your eye relief. And if you so, can't so when it, you buy when you buy when you buy a new bow or a crossbow or you buy a new rifle or something like that, and it comes with an already mounted scope. Like, do not trust any of that. Ryan's worked in. In, in a lot of these places, when it comes to like Cabela's and Dick's Sporting Goods, back when they used to sell guns before they became. Well, you what so they are now, you, I remember asking you where you bought that bow, and you're like, "Oh, I bought it from Dunham's." I was I didn't want to say it, but okay, bought it from uh, from Dunham's, and uh, you're like, "Isn't it already tight?" And I'm like, "You never, <laughs> no, you man, never I trust did. them." Those guys are, I mean, they're trained to a certain extent as to how to mount it, and and that's really it. You worked at Dick's. You know the training that you got from high school. So they they don't torque it to their specifications as as a, you know, as a hunter or a fisherman. They might even not be a hunter or fisherman. I, I bought a rifle from from Dunham's and I asked the guy was I was asking him specific questions I bought an AR from Dunham's and I was asking him specific questions about it and he couldn't tell me which side twist it was or what the oh, what the twi- or what the twist was in the barrel 
like it, it, I think it literally says it on the barrel or, or yeah. in the manual. Like yeah. you could you could tell me that by just simply looking at the rifle. But like there was a lot of stuff he didn't know what the hell I was when I said when I was asking him about the twist in the, in the rifle. He he had no idea what I was talking about. So. That being said, like, don't trust anything that's coming off of a shelf in any big retailer. Like, so as soon as you get it, the first thing you do is dismantle all of that shit. Yeah. Take the scope off of it completely. Remount everything as as you need to. You know, make sure you're, you know, adjusting the eye relief first and foremost. And then, and then torquing down, you know, to the specifications of the scope. You don't want to over torque. Like when it comes to, or that's why you use a torque wrench when you're tightening down, you know, and not in most cases, like when you buy like a, you buy a scope, it's going to come with a little Allen wrench yeah, and that's cool. But like you can, you can over tighten the scope and you can crush the actual tube of the scope and you can cause problems to your scope before you've ever even shot through it. Yeah. So like using a torque wrench and things like that are, are super important, but like adjust the eye relief first and then make sure, and then you know, make sure that the scope is level and then torque it down you know, to specifications. You know what eye relief means? Yeah, yeah, the distance from the eye to the, you know, like, so when you look through a scope, like... It's different for each person, though. Right, right. Everybody's going to be a little bit different as to, like, and it should, it should as you naturally lay your cheek onto yeah. the stock well, it should, you should, uh, like, lay your cheek on the stock well where it would naturally lay as it's shouldered. Right, because yeah. that, that's never going to change. You should just fall yeah. down. You shouldn't have to move your head forward or back, and then you adjust that scope forward or back based on what your eye to give you the maximum, the maximum, uh, you know, view inside of that scope. You know, at the natural point where your cheek connects. In yours, with you had to move your head forward, like legitimately. I had it felt there, like yeah. four inches. I don't think it was really that far, but it yeah. felt like I'm like. Ugh. Yeah, I did. So have yeah, to don't, get don't trust. Big takeaway: don't trust any of that shit. So Take it I, all apart, redo so, it all. So tonight, when I came over to Bob's, I bought a new scope for my bow that I've been wanting to buy for a long time, and pulled it right out of the package. And it looks like the rings are tight. Like tell you they weren't. And I had to, I had to take one of the rings and loosen it because. The rail on my bow, I had to slide one of the mounts. It didn't line up perfectly, so I had to loosen it anyways to check it. But had I not checked it, like, they were not tight. Yeah. I, I thought, like, oh, they're probably factory tight, right? Yeah, no, they they were not. So. The Picatinny reels are all going to be, like, way off. Uh, yeah, they're going to be different on every everything. So, Yeah. So that is, so is we um, learned a lesson. Like, we learned something. What you? What did you learn? What is your takeaway, Jimmy? Well, I have what's called the learning don't shoot disability. With Ryan. Don't shoot with Ryan anymore. No, no. I'm, I'm really I'm always made out to be the asshole. No. And I'm just like, I'm trying to help the guy. I'm glad we did because <laughs> I had I had a level of confidence with that bow because, like I said, I had shot it on Tuesday and it was on. I didn't check, I didn't check how it was mounted. I didn't check if anything came loose or anything because, I mean, I did tighten it down when I first got it, but I didn't use Loctite or any of that. And I don't have a torque. So you don't so. use Loctite on the rings. And I I don't know why I said I don't know why I said Loctite. I was more thinking Loctite for like the base, but with the yeah. the crossbow scopes you don't have to. Because yeah. the rail's like built into it. The only thing you're gonna Loctite is the base yeah. on the gun. Those um the ring screws you actually don't you but don't I, Loctite. I am glad I went because and though, being that it was a faulty scope, I did have to compensate with the deer that I shot. 
But, you know, like you said, you know, what would have happened had I gone out there thinking that everything was good, you know, and and it's a far drive from where I was at. So, and, you know, I take a good amount of dirt roads to get to that property. So I could have rattled some stuff loose on the way up, you know, being that I don't keep it in a case. Well, it was already loose. I I don't know if you could have rattled it loose. (laughs) I would have rattled it off. And then I would have been really screwed. Um, Your second takeaway should be buy a case for your bow. I will. I will. I'm going to. How much did you pay for your bow? 400 bucks. That's a lot of money, man. Like, I would definitely like spend another 100 and get yourself a good hard shell case to I'm keep. I'm going to. I'm because, going to. yeah, at the end of the day, like when you've got. So, the, I mean, you shot a doe last weekend and. You know, congratulations to you for shooting that doe. And you you knew where that bow was hitting, so you compensated for it, and you made a good shot on it, and you killed it right away. Like you, So everything went really right for that deer. But what if that deer were, you know, a 14-pointer that was, you know, a little bit out of your range or a little bit, you know, at a range you didn't really know, and you got all that adrenaline going. Like you really have to rely on your equipment yeah, a lot. A lot could have gone wrong. So yeah, I'm, it, I'm glad. Could have, would have, should have. And I hate to uh, like Monday morning quarterback shit, but at the same time, like just uh, all learning points, the stuff to think about, like going into the season. That now that we're at the beginning of the season, going into the rest of the season when we're gonna we're gonna get into the rut, hot and heavy here pretty soon, and then. The same thing goes with your rifles and other things like that. But, like, as you go into next year, start thinking – you can – just food for thought when it comes to, like, how to – you know, what different things that you can do. Like, shooting, number one thing you can do because that's where you're going to find 90%. We've all done it. We've all, like, had things that weren't tightened on our scopes or on our sights and different things and, you know, Mm -hmm. a rest that might be off or whatever it might be. And, like, you don't realize that shit until you're – you don't want to figure it out in the tree. You want to figure that out, you know, yeah. in that those practice sessions before. Well, I, We're all I bought that. I bought that 450 last year, the day after my gun went click on that buck. And they had the scope on there. I took the whole thing apart. I, I literally – so I knew I was going to buy the gun. I went on Amazon. I ordered a torque wrench. I got some lock. I think I had some Loctite. I ordered a torque wrench. I ordered a, a laser bore sight. I ordered the level. I literally just ordered all this shit because I said I'm not fucking around again. I'm never. I'm never gonna have that shit happen again. And my gun's gonna be sighted in. And uh, yeah, Ryan well, had like the most mishaps on big deer, on big bucks. Like trophy wall hanger. So I'm giving you shit, but it's really because uh, <laughs> no, right. yeah, it's like not. two two deer he fucked up on last year, but he fucked up. He, I don't know that I would say I fucked up on. I would say I fucked up. <laughs> he fucked so up. He my fucked first up fuck up is I I shot a deer at forty plus yards, and I hadn't shot my bow that year to know like where it was hitting at forty plus yards. I think yeah. that, I think that you had shot it, but you you would or just shot it at. You know, like twenty yards to make sure that it was hitting, and that was it. Yeah, I didn't shoot like I don't. I've never, know, I've never known you to not shoot your bow before a hunting trip, but no, I always, I, I always do that. But I didn't shoot. I I knew there was the opportunity to get that long of a shot, and I didn't practice at that to see where my bow was shooting. So I, that was fuck up number one. Fuck up number two is so my shotgun that went click. I had I didn't even shoot that. Yeah, I don't even think I shot that last year. Oh. Like the sighted in or anything, I never even shot it once because I'm like, I shot a deer 
I think it was the year before. It was like, yeah, it was the year before I shot that buck. Dropped it at 40 yards. Like, I don't need to shoot it every year. Like, I'm good. Number one bullshit guy. <laughs> I think that I think there's a lot of us though that do that that yeah. like just depend on it like well every year it's on yeah so you know what I don't even need and to the scope was year. probably there's, on. there's probably a good percentage of hunters that are out there that are before opening day like they didn't have time work yeah. life it all gets in the way and so they're like you know what it was on last year it's going to be good this year like if that's what you're going to depend on for you know to make that critical shot it's yeah, you're kind of rolling and, the dice. That, that's so, a lot of people do that, unfortunately. Um, a ton, dude. I, 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 know, used, yeah. I used to see it at Dick's and at Cabela's. Guys would come in on November 14th at six o'clock at night, and they'd buy a Mossberg 500 combo and want us to bore sight it. And they're going hunting the next morning. Going hunting with a bore sighted gun. A bore sighted gun. Not, not, not even, even, not even, not even zero running in. around through it. Yep. So they're going to go sit in the woods with a gun that's just bore sighted at 20 yards at best. Yeah. Which does <laughs> our, our, not, I mean, it gets you on a piece of paper at 20 yards, let alone 50 or 100 yards. Yeah. I mean, that'd be one of our busiest days of selling Remington 870s and Mossberg 500s. Like, our, our dad does that sometimes. He'll be like, you know, we'll be we'll be over at my dad's house sighting in guns and stuff like that. And he'll be like, hey, shoot mine real quick. Make sure it's on. And I'll shoot it. I'm like, yeah, it's on. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he'll yeah. never fire the damn thing. And then he goes and sits in the woods. Yeah. Where, I mean... And then he still kills deer, but yeah. either way. So moral of the story, shoot your bow. So if you end up, well, you're going to tip, you're going to put my scope on it. Wow. Well, I won't be able to help you next week because I'm out of town. So you're S, you're going to have to go come see Bob next week. <laughs> this upcoming, I'm home this week and then I leave on Sunday. So if you want to, if you want to shoot or you need help with it, unless you want to come, come over, unless you want to come to my dad's like tomorrow. We can put it on yeah, and shoot we'll, it at my dad's tomorrow. Yeah, you know, that, that might that yeah, that'll work. We can do that probably. Because um, I'll be over there all day because I'm the hunt, and then so you guys taking a break in the middle of the day. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to gut my deer. I get out and get out of the woods, <laughs> and I'm then I'm I gonna shoot. So. I'll, I'll throw my block in the back of the truck all just right. to yeah. have it. Well, we got that cheese mo dad's one, but yeah, yeah. dad has one. Oh, okay, yeah, that cheesy one that's like ratchet strapped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man, that man. thing's old school, dude. It's hit. So the old like block target we had, it's like literally layers of foam. Well, the strap broke on it, so my dad like put it back together and put ratchet straps on it. <laughs> He's got two ratchet straps like holding this thing together. It fucking works. It fucking works. I, I've, I've it's shot, the dumbest I've thing the ever. But, thing. That's so I know Bob said it a couple podcasts ago. I think about like where he'll keep the target in the back of his 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 truck and like just mid-season like he'll just pull it out and he'll just shoot it just make sure everything's on that's why i bought like, that you block, cannot shoot you. it enough Super because light. even with like your scope being tight and everything being screwed tight like not being in the case bouncing around like shit can just those reticles are like fine hairs in there and it doesn't take much to throw them off so there's times there's times where i go hunting even with a case it can do that though i'll go out to go hunting and then i realize that i'm I'm there at two o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, I'm not getting in the stand right now because it gets dark at seven o'clock at night. I'm not doing a five hour sit. So I was like, you know what? I got some time to burn. I'll pull that block out of my truck and I'll set it up in the field and I'll just, I'll shoot before I go out. It's just, while he's know, doing that, the monster 150 inches just like running around the his tree stand. Four buck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Have you ever so. shot out of your actual tree stand? I've not. I've done that. That'd be a good idea, though. I've taken. I've taken. Well, we didn't I'm have probably a tree taking that bullshit the, target of dads Jason, and taking it out. Does. 
We didn't have a tree stand until last Saturday, so. Yeah, yeah. Next year, we'll do that. Next year, we'll do that. Yeah. I've done that. Well, we used to, back in the day, we used to set up a tree, the, whatever tree stand yeah, we were going to set up, pole. we would put it on the telephone pole behind Dad's house, and we would shoot yeah. out of the tree stand. It changes it completely. Yeah. And like that's why getting a range finder, if you're running out of tree stand or getting a range finder is, is crucial because a 40-yard shot, depending on the angle, can be really like a 28-yard shot. Yeah. You know, or a 30-yard shot, depending on the angle that you're shooting at. So, like, it can completely change how you're shooting. So I remember when I was uh, when I was stationed down at Fort Benning, um, they had a contonement area hunt. And the contonement area is, like, the actual, like, main post part of it. And so, like, you have your big training areas, like, where all the ranges and shit are and, like, all the, like, areas that you would go out and bivouac in and stuff like that. And, like, those areas are open to pretty much everybody on Fort Benning to hunt, but the Contoman area hunt was a special hunt. It was bow only, and um, because it was so close, it was bow only, or so close to, like, all the other, you know, buildings on Fort on Fort Benning, um, they would, you had to qualify for it. And the way you qualified for it was that you showed up on a, on a special day, and they had a tree stand set up, kind of on a telephone pole type thing. And you would just go up there, and you had to shoot three arrows into a target at thirty yards from the tree stand, from this particular tree stand. And once you, if you hit all three targets inside of a paper plate, it was just a standard paper plate on there. If you could put three arrows in there, then you were qualified. And I mean, it was just one way for them to check that you weren't just some, you know, some asshole going out there and just winging arrows all over the place because they wanted to make sure that people that were hunting in the areas close to housing and close to the buildings and things like that were, you know, they could actually shoot their bows, but it was a, something you had to do. It was something run by the forbidding fishing game. It was pretty cool. Makes sense. Yeah. So there was a ton of deer in that contaminant area too. Like, it was nuts. Like you'd see some monsters in there. Well, I wouldn't say monsters. They were Georgia deer. So they were like the body on them might be the size of a German shepherd, but they're like that had, but it had headgear that was nuts, like yeah. bigger than, bigger than that one, you know, just, just huge. So huge Jimmy, deal. hopefully you learned something from this experience. I did. Yeah. So you got a new scope or a new used scope. So that bow was only two years, like three years old, but, um, that scope has never shot a deer, so it will. Don't worry. <laughs> I fucking hope it does because it maybe it's bad juju. Uh, oh, don't yeah. say that. I've I've looked at a lot of deer through that scope. I've actually got a picture of a deer. Remember the picture? Like there was a we were up north one time, and I I think I had just shot a. I don't remember. I had like a small like five point in front of me, and I wasn't going to shoot him. And he came in every single night. And I had a picture of him on, like, I was, I had my scope lined up and I took my phone and I held it behind the scope. You remember that? The dumb shit that we do in the tree stand. Like, yeah. I, I take, I take more stupid photos of, of deer in the tree stand than I do actually shooting deer. Yeah. It was pretty funny though. Like, I, uh, I'm going to try to find it. But yeah, it was, um, I wish that uh, that's that's the only that was the first year I got that bow. So I wish the Rage crossbow arrowheads had the practice round. Or that's practice what it was. Arrowhead. I had shot a buck earlier in the year. I'm looking at it right now. I shot a buck behind behind Dad's, <laughs> like a six point or something. And the only other tag I had was four points or more on one side. So yeah. I couldn't shoot that thing even if I wanted to. 
Yeah. And yeah, here it is. Yep, I remember that picture. Jimmy. That's yours? That that's the scope I just gave you. Oh yeah. You yeah. were looking at that? Yeah, that's I literally took I took that picture. Why didn't you just shoot? If you were fucking just listening. I was looking up practice tips, sorry. (laughs) He he didn't have a uh, he had only his restricted tag. I I shot a six point early in the year, so the only tag I had was four points or more on the inside. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Pay attention, motherfucker. I'm sorry. All right. All right, so let's put that story to bed. That won't happen again. But it's a true terrible outdoorsman story. What size what what size what grain? Um, the story's not going to bed. What? One twenty-five. One twenty-five. I don't have anyone. I have. I have one hundreds. I have a ton of one hundreds. Like I the have one twenty-five field tips. Amazon. You can have them overnight. <clears throat> yeah. Back in the back in the day, Rage used to include with every pack they would have a practice tip with it. Just stop so, like, I would buy. I bought a new pack every single year. Can't find year. a Rage one though. No. I have one twenty-five field tips. And I will say, based off of because because when I was at your house, I shot the one twenty five because I had that one one twenty five one. That rage, based off of the shot that I put on that deer, it flies a little bit different than that one twenty five oh, field tip. So. I, I haven't had I have no difference in them. I think next year I'm really gonna look at. I mean, I've used a hundred on my on that bow that I've got for no scientific reason. I <laughs> just said ah, I'm gonna use a hundred. Just didn't know enough, but I think next year I'm going to practice a little more with like 100 and 125 and see if it flies any different. Because so, I've noticed with my bow, I was telling Bob about tonight, like it's got this weird kick. Like every time it hits the target, it's coming in on an angle. Yeah. It doesn't go in straight. So I don't know if something's not tuned or maybe it's just it's not heavy enough of an arrow or or maybe it's not heavy enough of a tip to like it's – I don't know. I've never looked into it that much. I've, I don't know how to tune like a crossbow, but I, I, know, I, I know how to. Tune. I don't even know if if you do it. I don't know. I know I know how to tune a. Uh, well, I need you know, to a get compound, but I don't. I know. need to get a new string because you saw my string; it's a little jacked up. Like it'll it's, get me through this warm. year. Yeah, but I, so next year I'm going to get a new string, and I'll probably take it to an archery shop and tell them like, "Hey, do, is there a way to tune this thing?" Or I might just break down and buy the Raven. <laughs> that's probably it's probably Dude, what you're gonna do. I might. I'm just gonna sell another house and be like, "Fucking raven, right?" Dude, yeah. that's a three thousand dollar cross. Fifteen hundred bucks for the, the basic raven. Oh, you don't want the R five hundred? I mean, I would love the R five hundred. It shoots like five hundred and thirty five feet per second. Yeah, ten points got a really nice one too. Yeah, there's a whole story behind that. Did you know that? What? That Raven stole the design from Ten Point. Really? Mm-hmm. Ten Point yeah, had the original design, and Raven stole it. And Ten Point ended up suing Raven for a shit ton of money, and but they ended up being able to like keep their design on the market because they had already like I don't I don't know the whole story, but I know they were able to keep it on the market, but they had to pay Ten Point a shit ton of money, and so now you see the Ten Point ones that are identical to the Raven, identical. So, but the Ten Points are actually a little bit cheaper. So maybe I won't do Raven. So when I was at well, so here's the thing though, the Ten Points heavy. Because I, I held them both. I was at Jay's and I was messing around. And uh, well, then again, I had the rangefinder scope 
on it with the, with the ten point, and that's mm. that's a big scope. Yeah. So, but that was closer to four thousand yeah. dollars with that scope because that's a thousand dollars scope. Yeah, but, I think uh, I think over the next couple of years, I'm gonna I'll look at a new bow, but I need to kill something with this bow to justify buying a new one. Yeah, I've gave Bob shit for years because he's been talking about wanting to get a new bow. And this is before he had shot a couple deer in the last couple of years. And I'm like, dude, you cannot buy a new bow without killing something with this bow. It's just, you can't do it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Good shit. Good shit. So we're going to wash that story. It's under the rug. I won't give you any more shit about it. I think we should, but all right. You want to keep, you want to keep going? Not right now. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else to cover with it. It's pretty no. straightforward. Everybody does. Like Bob said, everybody does it. So, All right, so the other unfinished thing we have from the last podcast. You going to make it, bro? I'm so tired, man, for no reason. Absolutely no, no reason. Well, probably food coma, but other than that. <laughs> you ate six pounds of venison tonight. So. Yeah, check that out on our uh, Instagram on both of us. Yeah, lives. check it out on yeah Instagram. I didn't put it on TikTok yet, but I will. Um, Instagram, and I think I think it shared it to Facebook, too. A big old platter of venison that Bob fried up tonight. And a shit ton of butter. Irish butter. You ever have Irish butter? It was the first time. Dude, it's a bomb. My dad introduced me to that. Uh, what is it? Carrie's Gold Irish yeah, Butter. Yeah. It was good stuff. It's the best butter. So. And that seasoning. Anyway, so the other unfinished thing that we never talked about last week, talking about your deer story, is this mandatory harvest reporting. Yeah. So I wanted to go through your experience of doing it, and then there's kind of been an update to the reporting stuff that Bob will get into. But from your perspective, Jimmy, kind of go through – because everybody's not everybody. A lot of people have been bitching about it and complaining about it, and we've talked about it on previous podcasts about it. But I wanted to get your firsthand experience of how hard it was to do it, how long it took you. So, I didn't mind it at all. It was it was easy. It was quick. Um, you know, I I don't. A lot of people are nervous about it, you know. But I, I don't I don't think there's any reason to be. I think it's literally just for you know for them collecting data so they know you know hey do we need to extend firearm do we need to you know extend the season do we need to move the season stuff like that i'm sure they'll look so at what are the steps though that you did like did you do it through the app or do it online i did it through the app the dnr okay. app which which is nice um and uh yeah it just asked me if i used archery or firearm you know, I used, I, so I clicked archery, thank God. You know, otherwise I'm sure I would have been in trouble. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I clicked archery, nope. of course. Never and then it asks you what county, and then it says to the best of your ability, kind of use this map to drag yourself over the area of what you were hunting. Um, so I did that. It asked if it was a doe or a buck. Um, so it was a doe. Uh, what else did it ask? It didn't ask a whole lot. It was like it was yeah. like less than ten questions. I think it took it took less than it probably took about two minutes. Yeah, it was painless. So on, I think it was last week or maybe the week before episode of Michigan Out of Doors, Jimmy Gretzinger, the host of the show, he actually talked about it, and they did like a screenshot of how to do it online and how to do it in the app. They literally walk you through it, and it looks super easy. Yeah, like it might take thirty seconds to do. Like fill a little bit of information put the county that you that you shot in and and when he did on the app he he showed like a map 
and they want you to actually like to your best of your ability like draw a pin to where you shot it yeah is that what, what did you notice yeah, so that too it was, like, it was so it was like a gps on my phone yeah um it has a little dot you know it says to the best of your ability put put where you're at in the county that you're at so you know I used, and it gave me, since I was doing it from my phone, it gave me the ability to use current location. So I did that, and it automatically put the dot where I was, you know, and, and I did put, it, there's a comment section, you can put comments. So I did put in, the, I, don't, I don't know if I needed to do this, probably not, but I did. And you're like, fuck yeah. I put, I put service isn't great here. I, I did the best of my ability with my location, but service is not great where I'm at. Um you know, and so yeah. I just put that in the comments, and, and and I got a notification saying that the, the that it was successful. So cool. So then, when you did that, you got a confirmation number, and then you had to give that to the butcher, the yes. processor that yep. the, the deer. So I know, like I just looked up the processor that we use, just kind of seeing what the pricing was and stuff, and it says right on there that you have to have that confirmation number for them to accept a deer. Yeah, it's it's good that you said that too, because when we got to the meat market to drop our deer off and there was these two guys in front of us and they took forever to drop their deer off and it was it was actually because they didn't know their confirmation numbers they didn't save them um it took me less than five minutes to drop my deer off because i had the screenshot on my phone and everything like that i was able to give them the information so if you are using a butcher to take your deer in make sure you have your number your confirmation number from the dnr after you're doing your report otherwise they will not take it so I mean, I imagine there's some uh, mom and pop shops that are probably not taken. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Any legit like business run butcher shop is going to need a confirmation number. So, good stuff. So, Bob, there's been uh, kind of some not necessarily updates to it, but what's what do you got about that? Yeah, so the uh, the Michigan House uh, introduced a bill sixty third or sixty three fifty four. In order to try to reduce the penalty for not reporting deer, um, as it stands right now, it, it's a misdemeanor. So if you don't report your deer, it's going to be uh, the maximum penalty is going to be 90 days in jail with a fine of no less than $50 and no more than $500. So 90 days in jail, I don't care about $500, but damn, 90 days in jail, that's pretty hefty. Right. Um, so the, the Michigan house introduced a bill that would reduce that uh, to a civil infraction or a civil, um, uh, citation basically that, um, you know, with, obviously with a fine, I think the fine was up to $150 and there's some, there's some struggle going on in the house. They're debating it and it was struck down and certain, some different things that are going on with it as far as, um, you know what they're going to do with it if not scratch the whole thing completely now for so so real quick before you go any further though like the person that who introduced this to the house was the dnr director i remember watching that on michigan out of doors um episode like it must have been that one when they were talking about the mandatory reporting so the dnr director is the one that actually introduced this so everybody who's bitching about the dnr and they're the bad guys, and they're trying to get my information. Like, he's the one that, like, is trying to reduce these these penalties. Yeah, the, so, D, the DNR is actually in favor of the lesser penalties. Because right. they want it to be more educational. Make, right, right. It, they understand that there's going to be, like, a phase-in 
type period where it's going to take some, it's, there's a bit of a learning curve when it comes to this and, and, and there's going to be some hiccups, obviously, but um, the legislators of the state of Michigan are, are more or less, we want law, you know, that we want, we want some kind of law on the books, whether that be is a misdemeanor or it's not going to be a, it's going to be less than a misdemeanor or it's going to not be a law at all. So it, it's still kind of a struggle going on and, and it's up in the air right now as to where, um, where it's actually going to fall on the, um, you know, whether or not it winds up being legal or illegal to, uh, report deer. So, and, you know, it, it's obviously, it's a, it's a political thing. It, it, it leans left or leans right on different, for different reasons, but, um, ultimately the governor has the, the ability to veto the bill if it, if it shows up and it's the not chancellor, the, cha- chancellor. the chancellor can veto the bill. <laughs> chancellor. chancellor Vitma can, can veto chancellor Vitma. I, lo- I love her so much, but yeah, so it's, um, <laughs> it's still kind of up in the air and there's so, there's some legal things going on with it and some, um, some things in the, the actual Michigan house as it pertains to the, uh, to the, you know, the bill itself, but. That seems it seems a little crazy to me. Like ninety days in jail and a five hundred dollar fine. Like I like and nobody here could give two shits about the fine. But like ninety days in jail I'd, is pretty significant. Like I'd be you put me in jail and then there, you know, you're sitting next to your, <laughs> you're, you're you're making stew in your toilet, and you're like, <laughs> and, and your cellmate's like. Hey, bro, what you in for? And you're like, I didn't report my deer. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, shit, yeah, I killed yeah. three people. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know, that's pretty fucking stupid to me. Yeah. But either way, I understand it as, you know, at, you know, I understand the whole process behind it. Like, yeah. the NRC actually doesn't have any ability to impose law. That has to be done by the Michigan House, right? That has to be done by the Congress. So... Congress is are the only ones that can write law. The NRC can only make regulation or can only make recommendations when it comes to, you know, we think that this is what it should be. Yeah. And I, just, I don't know. I, I think that, like, make it a civil infraction at first or something like that. Like, like dumb it down. Like, you got to start at a very base level when you're first introducing a law. You can't just be like, all right, it's illegal now to, today to drink water. If you drink water you're going to now go to jail for seven years. <laughs> you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to phase this Look in, at dude. all the stupid laws that came out of COVID, dude. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, remember but... what 2020 was like? I do, I do. How fucking dumb, like, some of these emergency law, emergency powers that they had of throwing out these laws. Like, oh, my God. But, so, I mean, Michigan is... Michigan's very late to the game when it comes to this reporting. There's many, and obviously most states are doing the the mandatory reporting. So I would, and I don't, I don't know any of this information, but I'm going to look it up. I'm be interested to know what is the the fine in these other states that have had this established for for years. Yeah, I don't know. Is it is it like that? Is it a misdemeanor? Is it a civil infraction? So I'll do some research. I'll put Jason on it, and we'll. Uh, um, I'd just be I'd be interested to know, knowing that Michigan is late to the game. Yeah, I, I mean, the my only worries behind it are like I might forget to do it because right. we've just never done it. So, and, and I mean, I'm sure that even as it is now, like it's I I wouldn't I can't believe that there would be a DNR officer that's or DNR that's gonna 
give you the max penalty for for getting to oh, do it. I mean, I guess you never know. I, I, f- I fully believe that they are because they will they will cite you for foul hooking a fish or yeah. for anything else. Like that yeah. is the only reason. Know. It's the only reason they exist, right? If you're a law enforcement officer working for the DNR, like and you're not writing tickets for people speeding, which happens every single day. So when you come across somebody who violates a fish or game law, you're going to write that ticket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody well, viol- not the max penalty though, like 90 day misdemeanor, like well, well I mean, it's saying, not like, up to the law enforcement officer. That's up to the judge to figure it out. But either, at the same way, time, like it, it's, like you said though, it's it, crazy. It's, it should definitely be at least the first couple years. It should be informative like if somebody doesn't do it then it should be again throw them a little bit of a fine hey here's educational if, if it should whole, not be a fucking misdemeanor if, if the whole record like i think if the whole purpose of the law is is in order to create uh more scientific data right that's the only reason that we report deer is so that the dnr for the natural resources commission can have a better idea of how many deer are being harvested every year Right to make scientific, you know, uh, you know, conclusions on how to manage the deer herd, like then you've you've got to like give a little bit. You can't be like you're going to report this or we're going to send your ass to jail. Like I just, I just think that's kind of insane. Now the only the only the other thing about this is that like you have a lot of people out there that are against reporting deer because they feel like it's it's the government infringing on the rights of the people like i, I don't I, I don't i don't look at it yeah. as like it's some kind of right for me to not report it you know what i'm saying like to me that sounds kind of silly is that like no i can i can keep secret however many deer i kill <laughs> like like you buy a license from the state so that you can you're authorized basically to go out and to harvest an animal like I don't think there's anything wrong with being able to like to tell the agency that you're harvesting this animal from the state of Michigan that I killed this deer on this day in this area, you know. But there's a lot of like tinfoil hat dudes out there that are <laughs> that are like that are like they're coming for my guns. And they're gonna, they're you know their yeah. helicopters are hovering over my my illegal bait piles and all kinds of other <laughs> bullshit. And it's like you know what, grow up. There's, there's a lot of crazies out there, though, man. Yeah, it's. I, I well, just, I just don't want to see like you we, know, we normal, know, we normal know people, couple. normal people being thrown in jail for for something that's brand new and untested and 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 rolled out in a fucked up way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it, this hasn't been rolled out. Like they literally, we didn't hear about that. We didn't start talking about this, and for what maybe a month ago, yeah. two months ago, like it became like a thing. So, you you can't really well, think just about be it. Like, we, we knew about hey, it. Do this right now. We knew about it because of social media. Um, obviously, this and and just being knowledgeable about hunting and fishing shit going on. But think about the old timer that's seventy years old, doesn't have social media, may not even have a TV. If he does, he's watching the six o'clock news, and it's just another murder in Detroit. Probably doesn't and, have a probably doesn't have a cell phone. Exactly. So think about that guy has no idea this exists. It's like he it, may not even get a rule book because he it buys it, it from his low. Tag, though what it says it right on your tag on your deer tag. Mm-hmm. 
He can't see because he's blind because he's oh, old. Okay. That's true, yeah. <laughs> We're just going to keep throwing. Don't fuck with me, Jimmy. We're just going to keep throwing oh, stuff. It's hard for him to read the tag because the sun's in his eyes. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And the sun's in his eyes. Because yeah. his seated seat's around. <laughs> Either way, I don't know. I, I, I think that like there's going to be growing pains with this. Uh, I, I hope that the DNR is lenient with people and, and allows for the best. Um, you know the the best thing possible as far. Oh as yeah, this is that little piece of shit thing that they give you like after it. Yeah, at, like after it prints off your license, it's not on the license itself. Let's see. Report your deer harvest online and provide the Michigan Department of Natural Resources with the information they need. The DNR will use supplied data. For, it doesn't say it's mandatory though. That's Nowhere true, on there does it say it's mandatory. I guess that's true. So like. That's what I'm saying. Like, how many people, like, they just go, they buy their license, they don't, like I said, they don't, do they even get a rule book? Half time you go to Dick's, they don't even have the fucking rule books. That's true, too. You know, because most of it's digital nowadays. DNR so, app, dude. What? DNR app. Well, I'm talking about the seven-year-old guy that doesn't <laughs> use this shit. That's what I'm getting at. Like, when I bought my license, that's where, like, when I bought my license, I was tempted to ask for a rule book, and I was like, eh, I can just get that on my yeah. phone, I guess. So yeah, it's a it's that's, a, it's that's a my thing. that's my thought. Like, is if he's that guy who doesn't know that this shit even exists, like you can't give that dude a misdemeanor for not doing it. You know, no that that old guy. Could you proud. shame that him old, because he didn't read the rule book? Like every year, is everybody reading through that fucking Bible of Q and A questions? That, he the, should be shot and hung from his ankles if he that, supported. <laughs> that guy, that guy, that <laughs> that old guy. <laughs> Probably don't give a damn about the DNR anyway. You know who it, you know who it is? It's, it's Uncle Jim or uh, fucking Uncle. Uh, what's his name from the shoot? Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Glenn. Uncle Glenn. Uncle Glenn. <laughs> yeah, that that old guy don't give a damn. And when the DNR comes knocking on his door, he's gonna be like, Glenn would report it. Fuck off. No, he's gonna get pull, away from me. He's gonna pull Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. You got a warrant. You got a warrant. Get off my lawn. So Rage discontinued their practice broadheads. I've, I've never, I've never. Had I might have one upstairs, but not 125. It'll, degrees, it'll. So. If you have a block target, it'll tear it up. It'll fuck up your block target. But yeah. I mean, teach his own. Yeah. I have, I have 100 grain practice steps. I got a shit ton of them. Hunted. 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 All right, so I'm just I'm going through some notes, right, of some previous episodes while we're, we're chatting about this, and I got I got to call Bob out on something. Go for oh, it. He's like, "Fucking go for it, you son of a what bitch!" Do you, what do you got? So at one point um, during an episode, Bob made a bold prediction, a oh, third bold prediction. He did. I make lots. Said of he was going to go out, right? He was going to hunt on opening day. I am the terrible outdoorsman scribe. So Bob made notes. a bold prediction that he was going. It was a bold, bold prediction. If I wrote it down right, that double, he, double bold. It was <laughs> quadruple bold. The boldest of bolds <laughs> that he was going to hunt on opening day. It was French roast bold. bold and sure. did you hunt on opening day? I haven't hunted yet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in the damn woods yet. That's what I was I've getting. Hung, at. I've hung a tree stand. That's about all I did. You got to keep in mind that I've was shot a different my bow. Bob. That was Drunk Bob. Yeah, Drunk Bob says lots of shit, man. Drunk Bob, he fucking drunk, counts. Drunk Bob and Sober Bob, two different Bobs. I just had to call you out. 
Wow. Man, I have notes back well, from episode well, two. Well, thanks for that. You know yeah. what? I'm going to start keeping notes. He's got. I wish he's got, you did keep fucking he notes. He literally has like a legal pad over here. With Someone's like got to keep this shit organized, with, with, with okay? notes hey, on it. And any, he's like writing shit down. I got all the notes to call you me need out right on. here. Yeah. Do you remember the notes we had for episode one? It was like three pages of bullet notes. It was. And we that's planned why the, this shit out we for went, like two weeks. We went through all those bullet points, and the episode took three <laughs> hours. So we planned that first episode out for like like two weeks, because we did a test run the first week, realized that all of our gear was, was trash, and I had to buy a whole new podcast set. Oh, shoot. Really? Yeah. It was. It just, well, I bought this one. Yeah. Well, the you, one that you like, bought it was literally was like, fucked up. It was a Saturday night. We, I called Jason. I said, hey, we're going to do a test run. Give me a call about this time. We'll try to figure this out. We spent like two hours. Could not get like – we could do like just two of us, but it was we could not get another person on there. We couldn't get Jason on to like to hear him. It just didn't work for us. So we like said, all right, fuck this. We're going to return this. And we ordered the, the gear we have now, which works immensely better. But yeah, we had three pages of agenda notes, and we didn't even cover all of it. <laughs> I, it I, I thought, I thought we went all the way through it. I don't eventually. think so. I, it, it, I, was, it was kind of scripted, almost. Like I haven't listened to episode one. I haven't listened to it. I, so I just re-listened I to it like maybe a month, month and a half ago. Like it's still our most popular episode. We, we probably somebody's sound listening like, to it, but like they're like, yeah, we, fuck we these probably guys. sound like idiots. Like <laughs> we do sound pretty. Well, it, welcome <laughs> to the Terrible Outdoorsman. Does it and show today what time we're going to talk we're about some stuff. Recording? What's that? Does it show what time we're at with recording? Like how long we've been recording? Yeah. yeah. Jot that down because this is like the perfect segue to your ad. <laughs> oh yeah. So just be like, and then all of a sudden you'll just hear, yeah, hey, Ryan here. Hey, Ryan here with uh, whatever. Hey, do you like recording shit? Do you like recording shit? And like edit all this out? Sound and put it sounded there. like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. In front of hundreds of it people. Was, um, hey, Ryan, how do you uh, record your podcast hey, stuff? Do you like sounding like an idiot in front of tens of people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you like sound like an idiot in front of your one listener. <laughs> do you ever want to piss off that one person? Then you should do a podcast like we do. You should use Anchor. <laughs> a- Anchor is cool. Like it, it is cool. Like but you know, like not that we're gonna do an ad right now. I mean, I should because that you, you should. We should. I need to re-record that. You need that to. Ad. You need to segue it the ad like, into it. But. Of all the systems that I use, like. They all look super complicated, and Anchor was like, this is literally like I click a few buttons, and it posts this shit everywhere. So Dan's texting me. He says, we need to name this episode Operation Delta Juliet. So Delta for Dan and Juliet for you. I like it. <laughs> and he says the war is not over. So, As far as I'm concerned, it just started. Shots fired. So I'm going through, yeah, I'm going through my notes. I've got, like, all the notes from episode two. We're on episode 31. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are we going to do for episode 50? You know, so I've been thinking about that, like milestone ones. Like, we need to come up with something. Wasn't 30? Cool. 30 should have been a milestone one. What is this one? 31? Like 100 is going to be a big one if we get there. But at one a week, like, it's going to take us fucking two years to get to yeah. 100. But we've been doing this shit for six months. Over six months. Your now. math is wrong on that. 52 weeks in a year, 100 episodes at. Uh, I'm no mathematician. <laughs> I'm no mathematician, but that's a 104 weeks, wouldn't it be? 
we uh, I don't know. I don't remember what the original thing was. I thought anyway. we were just getting to the six month part. I thought we were what you were talking about. I thought he said something like to get to episode 50, it's going to take us like six years. Get rid of, <laughs> no, I said to get to episode 100. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Get rid of all of this. That long. No, I said to get to episode 100. We if, should, in one year, we should be able to get to episode 52. Well, yeah, we've done one every. We've done one every week. We haven't missed Some, a week. Sometimes we've done more than one. In the said, week. Yeah, in the beginning, I think we did miss a week here or there. We did when yeah. I had COVID. Yeah, when, and we didn't have like you a made backup up for it, episode. Though. You did two though, one week. I don't fucking know. Don't it's all blur anymore. But I know the the first like fifteen episodes. We well, yeah, or so. We always we there was a couple weeks I threw in an extra one because we were doing them. Every weekend, a couple nights, we did like two in a night. So, Hey, I want to throw out there, too, that... Um, Don't throw it. I'm, Toss it gently. I'm going <laughs> to... I want to. I want to chuck some shit at y'all here, real quick. Trout. Stop un- throwing shit at me. I'm gonna chuck some we shit. We got weights and fish. All up in. <laughs> we got weights and fish, motherfuckers. Oh my god. That's gonna be like we a got- new like snort. It's we got weights and fish. Uh, so trout unlimited. Trout Unlimited has. What the uh, fuck are we talking about? Trout Unlimited. <laughs> Trout Unlimited has filed like a uh, basically like a grievance against this whole Camp Grayling thing. Oh, okay, it's relevant. Uh, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going feed, with this? feed me, baby bird. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I have I have the Michigan Outdoor News in front of me. Just to plug them real quick because they're definitely not our sponsor. Um, I I was I was going through the Michigan Outdoor News and I saw on there that Trout Unlimited had basically filed kind of a grievance or a, basically a complaint against um, the Camp Grilling. This whole commission that is. Um, trying to impose uh, the you know the expansion of Grant of Camp Grayling, and um, Trout Unlimited is pissed. They are pissed. They're out there um, basically saying you we have no written documentation about this at all, and you haven't done an environmental impact study, and you haven't they haven't done anything really. They haven't they haven't done anything. They haven't provided any information. They just said, about "Hey, this. can we have some land?" So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some hundred and sixty-five thousand so, acres. I, I want to keep this issue going a little bit, and I want to keep throwing a little. So you didn't know about it, and then I bring it in there, and you're like, "Oh, I want to throw a little I'm bit intrigued. more into this because." <laughs> Because you, if if you've listened to to prior podcasts, then you know what my stance is on the camp grilling expansion, and I call bullshit. I call bullshit on this, and Trout Unlimited is saying the same thing. And I and everything that they're saying in this is completely true. Like, well, my, my like, understanding, you, you've got to provide. You've got to provide like one the need for it, and two, all of the the environmental impact studies. How is this going to impact? the trout streams of the Osaba River? How is it going to impact the hunters in and uh, that are, you know, that are going to be trying to access this land and stuff like that? Like in 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 the businesses around it, in the people that live around it and things like that. This is huge. This is a big deal. And so for the for the guard to kind of swoop in and be like, oh, we're just gonna go ahead and take your land and make it like army land now. That's bullshit. <laughs> well, and my understanding is that the I'm current cool the current phase of where it's at 
is the DNR director still hasn't decided if he even wants to go to the next step, which the next step is the environmental study. The it's like an economical study. It's I mean, there's years of of shit that they've got to look into if he even says, yeah, let's look into it to see if it's even like worth doing. So right now he's taking. Well, his ass will be replaced before they even get there. That's the thing, you know man. Like, be some new so deal. right now they're just taking, you know, feedback from the local people around there, anybody from Michigan. That's why they're doing like the town hall meetings and stuff to like give him insight on whether or not to even go forward with it. I would go. But I know stuff. that's like the next steps is to do the environmental study. I just can't believe. I don't know. He, he, like Bob said, it's the federal government or it's the you know the military. Like they'll do whatever the fuck they want. They'll find ways to get around it. But like, just to think about like the impact that that would have to have on the the Manistee River, the Osabo River, and those watersheds. Not to mention the state land. Like I don't know. In the in the big thing about the article that I was reading was that they just haven't they haven't provided any literature. Yeah. They haven't provided any written statements. Whatsoever so there on, was, on any of it. There was a chain on, on Facebook I saw, because, like, on our Terrible Outdoorsman page, like, the Camp Grayling Joint Maneuver, like, followed us for whatever reason. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, I hey, don't know why. But fuck you we're, guys. We're being listened to. So, but, like, I was in something that they had posted, like, somebody commented, like, maybe if you gave us some information on what you want to do, we'd be more open to this. Well, then they replied with some link. And it's like, I clicked on the link, and like, there's no fucking information on this link of what they want to do. It's such vague bullshit. Like, lay it out. Don't sugarcoat it. Say exactly what the fuck you want to do, where you want to do it. Like, maybe people would be a little more open to it if you weren't like, they're very, um, I don't want to say shady, but they're like kind of shady about it. Like, well, they're not very open about what they're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm intrigued with that story. I'm intrigued with there's a lot of like unfortunately there's a lot of like good outdoor news right now. Like there's that. There's the We got weights and fish. Weights. <laughs> there's that story going on. Like um there's the mandatory harvest reporting. Like there's some good shit going on. <laughs> Dan just sent me a link for twenty gauge ammo if you need it. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it wasn't Jesus Christ, it was Dan Williams. Oh, okay. Same thing, right? <laughs> a Michigan pheasant season hope opens up uh, October tenth up There's in the no UP. Pheasants in Michigan up in the UP. Is I didn't know they had pheasants no, up you there. Know what? There are pheasant in yeah. Michigan. In I've, the, I've had a ton of them run in front of my truck in Detroit when I used to deliver appliances. There's no pheasants in Detroit. Find them in the middle of the west side of Detroit. Those are rats with wings. <laughs> it also opens up in uh, October twentieth for the Lower Peninsula. So. I've seen pheasants behind my dad's house, but it's been a couple, well, yeah, man, at least five, six years. years, but I used to jump them, like, going out, scare the shit out of you. They take off right in front of you. Yeah. I would love to do that. So I knew a woman back when I was in with Cabela's who came and helped us train or set up when we set up the Chesterfield store. She um, lived in South Dakota, and she, like, it told me, she's like, if you ever want to go pheasant hunting, like, come out. You, you can stay with me. and I'm, I, I'm Still kick myself in the ass that I never liked to. What sucks is the only place that you can really go pheasant hunting in Michigan anymore is going to be on these pheasant farms, you know, where they're releasing, they're releasing like farm raised 
pheasants. And, and I mean, that I guess it's the same kind of experience, but I remember as a kid, as a kid, I used to go out all the time and we would, we could shoot pheasants. Like we, we would jump several pheasants throughout a day of walking fields and you just really don't see that anymore. You don't do it anymore. You know, you know what I haven't seen on, on trail camera in a hot minute is coyote. I haven't seen coyote on trail camera on, on my trail cameras period. Uh, yeah. I mean, initially when I put up the camera, those first two weeks or so I had, almost like clockwork but yeah you're right last probably three weeks i haven't had a single coyote hopefully that fucker got hit by a train hopefully (laughs) train train (laughs) just got just a random (laughs) off the rails train just just rolling through the woods i don't even know where there's a train anywhere close to like your tree stand but (laughs) yeah hopefully you do hopefully some train smoked his ass (laughs) (laughs) just just got just just (laughs) just dust (laughs) <laughs> just <laughs> pink mist and hair. <laughs> That's the best coyote right there. That's the best kind of coyote. Is the, so the while, while we're talking there. about coyotes, have you ever <laughs> so Which, literally, <laughs> this was not on the agenda. This is not on your legal pad. There's a fucking agenda for this episode. Oh my God. That's the title of this episode. The There's whole, no agenda. The whole episode is Bob reading the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Let me hey, let me tell you guys a little bit about Glenn and it's Little a, Glen Lakes it's, and Leland it's, it's, it's the County. news with Sandy Rivers. <laughs> hey, trout, bass, and perch are plentiful in Leland's Glen Lake. The bluegills are still on the beds. <laughs> the bluegills, <laughs> Jesus, the sunfish have moved to deeper water. Oh God. Anyways, <laughs> so have you ever watched the show? Pardon my plate. No. It's a meat eater thing, isn't it? So it's on the meat eater YouTube channel. It's one of their like shows from their channel. But they cook the most random shit. And one of the episodes is him and Giannis Patelis cook uh coyote. And it, it ends up being like delicious. I mean I didn't eat it obviously. I, it I looked know. really fucking good. They both said it was like one of the best things they've Cooked on that show. I don't know, man. It's a dog, dude. Right? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I if you eat Chinese food, you're eating dog. I've always, I've always thought about that. Like, I've had <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah, dog, cat, whatever. I've, I've always thought about that. Like in the tree stand, like I've had coyotes come by and stuff like that, and like I've, I've tried to make shots on coyotes from here to here and there, but I've never shot one. I've always thought, like, if I shot one, what the fuck would I do with it? Like, I would like the, I would like to take the hide yeah. off of it because the hide would be cool to keep. Yeah. But in the same respect, like, it, it definitely feels wasteful to me. Like, I'm going to shoot this animal, and then I'm pretty much going to take the hide off and leave this fucking carcass, yep. like, laying out there. You know, so, like, I've always thought about that. Like, do people eat these things? I'm sure they do. Like, I mean, I mean. In, Dude, it's a super cool show. I don't like, know that I, I don't know that I would. It. I don't I know feel that like I'm I would always plugging fucking Meat Eater, but they got a lot of good shit on there. Well, they're, um, they're kind of the same so I'm like-minded type people, you I'm, know. I'm part of a Facebook group. Uh, I haven't been. Active we don't want to talk about that Facebook group. Michigan Coyote Hunting Outdoors, and they did this thing a couple years ago where they 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 basically made a bet with one another, and like one of the things was if they lost, they had to eat one of the coyotes that they shot, and they had uh, coyote backstraps, and they they said it was good. 
I I would I would do it. You know, I wouldn't be. I would try I, I mean, at least. I don't know. It would just be weird. It would be weird to think about. Like you're sitting there. Like tonight, we were growing up venison on the on the. If I, you know, so if I I had that same plate of meat and that is a coyote, I don't know that I'd feel just as enthused about eating it as I was because it was venison. So here's some of the things that are on pardon my plate. So the common carp. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard that though. I've heard car- carp is a delicacy in a lot of different countries, like right. like France yeah. and places like that. American like, like coot, which thing. is a bird, coyote, muskrat. Imagine if like you cook I've heard muskrat. That too. So Steve, him and Steve Arnella cook muskrat, and it looks super good. Like the way they cooked it, like those fuckers are everywhere. Yeah. If you get into that, they cook crow, bobcat, goldfish. And skunk. Oh my god! It's goldfish? it's a super cool show, yeah. Because apparently, goldfish are one of the most invasive species in the United States right now, just from people like releasing them. And they like apparently goldfish like reproduce at such a rapid rate that like if they're released into a lake, like they will take over the lake. So that's good eats for the for the muskies. They like I've got lures that look like goldfish. Boom! I'm using the wrong lures. Hey, All the, right. This is what uh, just wow. out there flinging the snack that smiles back just through the water. I'll tell you what I'm sick of. I'm sick of seeing all these kids shooting bucks on fucking Facebook. <laughs> hey, this is what Dan says. Man, I've seen some monsters killed over the last yeah, few weeks. We this is what Dan says to you. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in your face, Jimmy. Oh, he's, he literally sent, sent that to me. Oh, Dan, I hope you're cracking up listening to this. What are you mad about? Like, little kids shooting deer? Fucking terrible! Uh, yeah, sucks, man. <laughs> you shut up. You now. haven't been in the woods yet. <laughs> I know. You can't discredit them because they. Sh- this this girl shot. Is that a girl? Fuck is that? It's a girl. <laughs> yeah, it, with that beautiful that, fucking that's, that's eight what, point. That's what brought it to my mind. Was that like? It's just reading the paper again. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here like, well, on on all the I follow like I don't know probably thirty five different hunting and fishing facebook groups and it's just nothing like i'll I'll go through a facebook feed and i just see all these successful assholes out there part part of me really wishes part of me really wishes like they changed the age back to like 12 year olds you couldn't hunt till you're 12 years old like part of me wishes that but the way like society is nowadays and the way kids are nowadays like kids mature super fucking early so like if you don't get them into it when they're younger like you're gonna lose them, right? Right. So like, that's why like I've already thought about like getting Jackson. He's gonna be eight. Like I might get him in the blind this year. Maybe maybe once not I so get much. like some some meat in the freezer, then I'll be like, yeah, let's go out, let's go sit in the blind. Maybe not so much the like like the kids shooting like these big bucks and things like that. Is it just like everybody's everybody always has to post like their their gigantic buck that they just shot that's what you're buttered about well you know to a certain extent like i don't know i don't post very much on facebook so 
I, I think, you know, the last big buck I shot, like, I think I probably posted pictures on there. And I guess I, I see the need behind that. Like, like you want to show people, like, all this this big accomplishment that you had. But it, it's just when you see it day after day, it almost seems like it's, like, like fuck, man! It feels like they're rubbing it in my face, I think. But it, they're not. They're just. They're it's not. Real, they just want to post it out there and be easy. like, "Hey, that could be that, you if the, you just get out in the goddamn yeah, woods." Yeah, if I if I quit being a lame ass, but boom, but <laughs> that just happened. Or or like musky, right? Like we'll fish. We'll, like we fished. I fished for five days on the Tequamanon River. Right? Didn't catch a single fucking fish. <laughs> You've got some shit luck when it comes to musky, Did, though. Didn't, didn't catch a single fucking fish. And then I pull up my I, I pull up my Facebook feed, and I look at her first fish is a 49-and-a-half-inch musky. And put I'm it like, on a nightcrawler and a bobber. Son of a bitch. <laughs> See, what the fuck, man? I what am I doing wrong? Like, I'm seeing musky all over Instagram, and it's pissing me off. Dude, because it's musky season right now. Well, let's go musky That's fishing. why, it's a, it's dude, it's next a, weekend, it's about musky for me. Well, let's go, please. Uh, I, well, I already invited Jason. I got to see like logistics I'm if there's really, room. I don't really like Jason too much, you know. I like Jason, so <laughs> if there's room in the boat, I will let I'll, you know. I will give well, you you're money. Gone ne- you're gone next weekend. No, that's the week after. Oh, fuck. then just yeah, go twenty first. Go tuck yourself in a little no, corner ne- of the boat. Next weekend's the fifteenth. Yeah, I'm going on the twenty first. Okay, so. Where are we at? What? What day is? I don't know. I don't know. You said next weekend. Who's that's on the, first? Uh, that's math the fifteenth. This is next weekend, right? Oh, my head hurts so bad. So look, here's here's the deal. I'll 16, let you know uh, if there's room gonna, in my boat. I'm gonna speak this. I'm gonna speak this truth right here. So, uh, you were right. This weekend coming up is the fifteenth. I am free that weekend, and I will give you money to let me come out of the boat. How much are we talking? At least forty bucks. I don't know if that's going to cover it. At, dude, I got gas mean? today for like four fifty seven a gallon. That ain't going to cover <laughs> shit. That won't get me to the launch. Yes. Uh, $43. <laughs> that, that'll get you a gas station sandwich. It'll bring some sandwiches. Oh, I, you know what? <clears throat> so you know. me and the, Bob the big- were going to go fishing one time. And, uh, you know, just so you know, I had I had money pulled out. I had sandwiches, sandwich meat bought, and f- fancy bread and whatnot, you know, and uh, fancy bread and bologna. And I'm 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 getting up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm up out of bed now. He had a good excuse, but I was up ready. I was putting my shoes on, and that's when I got the text. And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." I did eat those sandwiches though. It was pretty good. But, I have advanced stages of arthritis in my neck, and he's giving me shit because. I couldn't move my head. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'm not going fishing today. I'm I can't move my because head. He's already got a war with Dan, and now he's, start, he's poking just, the bear to start a war just, with Bob. He just fired the first shot. Let's get ready to rumble! This is a, <laughs> this is war you cannot win. <clears throat> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Speaking you are not, tongue. <laughs> you are not prepared for this war. Yeah. God damn. We got derailed. Quick. I literally, dude. I, oh, I popped shots all at, over the fucking. Place I popped tonight. shots at Jason too on here today. You're just, it's like you're Jim, just it's like, like Jimmy against the world. Yeah. Well, he's setting himself up for failure. He's outnumbered and he's trying to like. You're outnumbered. Out, he's poking, and outgunned. He's, po- <laughs> he's poking the bear. 
He's going to get his ass a can of down the road. Don't pick a fight with I, him. I just like the that. The moment you pick a fight with him, you're fucking done, man. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Don't, Me? Don't, I, don't I fuck don't with the producer. And, <laughs> the and producer. Everything I say just gets edited out. <laughs> yes. The, the producer <laughs> and the editor, you don't fuck with that it's like, guy. Who are they talking Because you to? will disappear out of this episode. <laughs> it's going to be all kinds of blotchy. And, uh, yeah, he's going to cut like every third word out from me and he's going to make you sound like an idiot. <laughs> I, don't, so, I don't think I need to cut words out of you that. Know, oh. So I was. Bazinga! Uh, if you guys play, when you guys are listening to this podcast, at the bottom left hand of your screen, when you're looking at Spotify, there's a one X. If you click that and then go down to 0.5, it slows us down. Slows on that. We sound, sound like we're hammered. We I've, I've done that so on accident. Funny. I, to where I was, I was driving, and my ribs hurt from laughing so hard. We, like, should, we should do it on the air. I'll do it right now. Listen to I this. I got it. I've okay, got go it ahead. Here. Go for it. I'm going to fucking go for it. Can I go for it? If you do the sweaty meat God. sticks or whatever, it's so funny. God. Is that the one? Sweaty, it doesn't matter. Sweaty meat it sticks. doesn't matter. I forgot about sweaty do. meat sticks. Dude, Dude, we've, had, we've had some really good episodes. Like, we need to do like a I, I like roll back through our episodes. Like, the more I go back and listen to them, 29 like, was good. We need to go 5. back. We need to go back to Tequamanon this fall, man. I'm ready. Let's go. I can't dude. get you in a goddamn tree stand. No shit, man. I can't get a day off. Locked doors, man. <laughs> Quite a few people ask me, uh, how? hey guys, Ryan here from the Terrible. That's my stupid ass ad. Hey guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> Ryan from the Terrible Outdoors, man. I'm just trying to so sell you some What did you do for the fourth? I did uh, some grilling and hanging out with the kids. Grill set. That kind of looks a little bit like my charcoal grill, so I set that up next to mine and grilled some juicy loosies and some hot dogs. Well, some juicy loosey gooseys. That would mean when you drop like six hot dogs in the coals. I saw your post. I saw your post on, on Instagram. Those, that was, and you know I meant to share that and put like, here's our mascot. I totally forgot to. That was terrible. Yeah, that, I was mad after the first one. The second one, I was like, Jesus Christ. The third one, I was just done. You gotta explain these loosey gooseys. All right, so loosey. Juicy. Juicy loosey goosey. Like, juicy loosey. Are we talking like, uh, burgers or where are we it's going? It's a burger. It's okay. a burger with cheese inside. So when you cut it open, the cheese just spalooges out. Okay. So basically, basically, I ran out of uh, slices of cheese and had a block of Colby Jack in the fridge, diced it up, put it inside the meat, and made some juicy loose. Sounds like a heart attack. I mean, I mean, I can't. Oh my god! I couldn't have picked a better clip. <laughs> I did that at such random. Somehow I talk about your juicy gooseies. Oh my god! We're I'm, all crying. I'm, I'm right crying, now. dude. I'm crying. My stomach hurts. Oh my god! <laughs> Ryan's about to throw up. Oh god, my effort. My friggin' back is killing me. Oh, oh my god. That was so funny. Oh my god. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't okay with it. Uh, everybody's done. Everybody's signed off. Holy fuck. <laughs> 
these end up being the best episodes. Oh, oh I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to every single episode now at half speed. Oh, I don't know. Two X is pretty good too. Oh my god! So I got to tell you something really funny. <laughs> I don't know if I like the <laughs> picture around the gram. I'm gonna um, call Lucy Goosey. Yeah, I'll get some of the. Did you post the, the Goosey Juicies? Oh, Juicy. Hang on. I don't know. It's a little too fast. It's I got to tell you guys something really funny. <sighs> my mom, my mom showed Dale the podcast, but she had it in point five. Without telling him oh, yeah. that it was, a, and he goes. How the hell do you listen to this? They, they're fucking hammered. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Well, we are. Sometimes we are hammered, but oh god. She's like this. Holy he's fuck. like this is terrible. They're they're super hammered. It's like, kind. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, no, right now, I'll share yeah. him to the page <laughs> um, so everybody can see the juicy Lucy's gooseys, juicy Medusies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh I fuck. passed out. Juicy juicy. Oh god. Well, what, what that for what, your what Saturday episode? night entertainment there. What episode is that? Seven, 17. <laughs> oh, my God. Tequamina River and Sweaty Meat Sticks. Three minutes and 59 seconds in. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I got nothing after that. Good night, guys. Get, get outdoors and dopey turn. <laughs> <laughs> Get outdoors! Don't be. I do notice sometimes, like I, there's been uh, there's been quite a few uh, there's been quite a few um, episodes where I've stacked up a bunch of beers and like I can I can tell in the way that I talk where. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm like stalling as I'm talking, and You're I'm like, "Oh man, like, like, man, you are drunk as fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have no business talking on, uh, you know, oh, we in know. front of people, dude." The first episode, like, I realized, like, man, we can't do three hour episodes. Bob drank like seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something about it. Like, there's something oh. about like sitting here and just sitting here talking about hunting and fishing and stuff like that. Where, yeah, because like, it's just us bullshit. Like, you don't pay attention. I don't pay attention oh. at all to how many beers I'm drinking. I already have like well, five or six yeah. lined up here. I didn't even have one. I've got two. Yeah, and, and like, that's why you're like, falling asleep. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even I don't notice how much I'm drinking, and then like, but I can hear it like the next day or two after when Ryan posts it, and I'm like, oh man, you sound like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You are drunk as fuck. (laughs) That happens. That have that happens more often than not. So yeah, well, it's like it's literally like we're sitting around without the podcast running. Just shooting the shit, drinking beer. Yeah, you know, sitting around the fire. So the the only other difference in any other conversation we would normally have would be like we would have music in the background. You know, we'd have <laughs> there'd be there'd be some kind hey, of music. We can going cue on. up some music. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, little Blackberry smoke. Yeah, this is the Cody, same kind Cody of Cody Jenks. Same kind of bullshit conversations we have around the around, around the table <laughs> at the campfire. He's over here playing classic. No, Clash he's playing fucking again. Minecraft or some shit. Playing Fallout Shelter. Oh my god! Hear me getting muted. Oh man! Oh. He definitely just muted you. 
But yeah. So, <clears throat> dude, that was so funny, man. I'm, I I can't even talk. You, you guys, you guys, you guys sound ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are nuts. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I'm <clears throat> All right, so last uh, the last podcast a couple days ago, we had said we gave some random ass numbers of what our we thought the deer harvest number was going to be. <clears throat> and I forgot that we said that. We'll we'll update on the next podcast. Yeah, let's do it right now. So Bob was or Jimmy was twenty five thousand six hundred ninety four. Jason was twenty six thousand six hundred sixty six. Bob was 27,000. I was 30,000. This is only like four days, but this is what our guesses were. The harvest were, and we were at 27,042. Bob was closest. Winner, nice. winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner. I didn't refresh wiener, it. I didn't refresh wiener. it. Hold on. 27,057. 13 more people got on. Stop refreshing it. Refresh. Right now. Enhance. 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 <laughs> Smoking, <clears throat> smoking. Holy oh, fuck! That's all I got. I can't go. I can't go on after that. Uh, no, I'm good, man. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Oh, oh. god damn! I'm gonna go back as soon as we get done with this. I'm listening to that episode. <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm listening to that again in slow mo. That was fucking hilarious. I want to listen awesome. to the last, the last part of that episode. Oh, the part where we're like dying laughing. He's talking about the sweaty meat sticks. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was really good. And then uh, Guggenville, like that one was some of my favorite. Sweaty meat, like that trip itself. Like there were so many. Like, That's a little, trip we're doing. Like, we're I'm doing it next year. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to do it. It depends on if you're here. We should be that. here in June. Oh, fucking let me know when. I'll go. Although I know we talked about doing it in the fall. Either way, I'm doing that trip again. That's a that was a great time. Yeah, that was a good time. I mean, you didn't catch any musky, but I did. I didn't give a the shit. The scenery was fucking amazing. So, yeah. Oh, Jimmy, what do you got? What? Oh yeah, you're muted. <laughs> Dan told me to mute you, so I muted you. Are we finishing up here? Is that what's going on? We are. I, I can't up. go on after that. <clears throat> my head is killing me. My, after yeah, my fucking hard. cheeks hurt. My stomach hurts. I can't. I can't. Well, let's send her off with a snort, and then uh, yeah. we'll call it a night, you know? But be rooting, be tooting, and by God, be shooting. But above all... We got weights and fish! We you got just ruined it. You fish. just ruined it. God damn it. <clears throat> I was going to go, but above all... Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> oh, shit. Snort! Dan's a big boy. He's going to whoop your ass. <laughs> Dan, I got my money on Dan. Yeah, so, me, me too. He's a pretty good shot. <clears throat> uh, there you go. Take, take the corner out. <laughs> take the corner out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 27,058. He's looking at. He was trying to chase it. He was trying to chase it with an energy, with a rock energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> you good? Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. need to chase this, Bob. Um, nah, you know stuff and things. You gonna hunt in the morning? Are you hunting in the morning? Uh, we'll see how the night goes. If you, yeah, we still got some things going on tonight. But I'm gonna if, make if you hunt in the morning, so- I'll hunt in the morning. <laughs> You're you're crashing here. So why is this? Why are you putting this on me? I've already sat three times. I'm gonna call it right now. <clears throat> you boys ain't getting out and doing it. 
in the morning anyway. Is that a bull prediction? It's it's gonna be like a <clears throat> hold on, hold on. I would call it like a light roast. So would prediction. would you wager? What what's your wager? Your chip challenge back on the table. <clears throat> I I should because I know I like I know in my heart that because technically you got out of it by shooting that deer last weekend. But yeah. would you put that back on the line and say that we are not going to hunt in the morning? I'm I'm pretty certain your guys aren't going to make it out to your stands on How time. certain are you? How pretty certain, but <clears throat> but no. I worked hard to get that uh, one chip off the <laughs> off the table, so I'm not going to I'm not going to undo earning that shit. Right, well, they, you, apparently you're not confident. That's like me giving my deer back. We're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna give it hell. We're gonna try like hell to get out in the morning. I I just don't see it happening. Now I would. He's wanna, cra- he's crashing here tonight. I want to be. I got wrong. no other reason to not get the wisdom. I think bro, what's so. gonna happen is he's gonna wake up. He's gonna wake up. But he's not going to want to, like, knock on your and Nikki's door because you're going to be sleeping. and uh, knock on his fucking door anyways. <clears throat> and then, uh, I'm yeah. i call him and say, you going or not? He's going, no, I can't. I'm, I'm tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy time now. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode. Um, yes. Other than that, the only other thing that I have is keep your legs crossed. Jesus, pass on you because you might take a little bit longer to get out. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, that's all I got. <laughs> I can't wait for people listening that are just going to all of a sudden hear like double of us all talking. They're going to go, "What the hell is happening on this podcast?" Oh my god, that's right. <clears throat> That's all I got. Get outdoors and don't be terrible.